everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show. It may well possess a rudimentary intelligence. You try to think, but nothing happens. Felt a great disturbance in the force. Hello, I'm Mr. Ray. Come on, Mark, like a dog for me. Where's the goodies? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. I bet you wouldn't have done anything like this if Mom and Dad were here. You filthy criminal. Excuse me while I whip this out. Go ahead. Make my day. Here are your hosts, Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Perhaps it's time to approach the question of UFOs again. For we can only hope that if we are being studied by aliens, it is with more thoroughness and care than we have focused on them. Dr. Viviani, what do you think of that uh, Leonard Nimoy comment? Yeah, forget the report that just came out. Let, let's start well, around I know, Mr. Spock. To, we have <laughs> Nimoy. I was waiting here. for the Star Trek reference to come into here. <laughs> yes, so. we, were so, we were so into this thing. And then now you've got to finish to talk about it. Go. Well, actually, we've got one hour to talk about it. And everything old is new again. We're back. We're back with another discussion of UFOs. I mean, we're here with the rather inexplainable Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Great. Does that yes. make any sense? No, none. No. Uh, well, uh, listen, in the past year, we've experienced what seems to be an uptick, I think, in UFO sightings, and the mainstream media is now reporting on them. We're mainstream gonna, media? Yes, we're going to look at that, and is something happening out there? What about crop circles, by the way? What about them? I mean, this year, a scientist claims that he's broken the code and can decipher what they mean. In other words, he's oh, saying we're back for the podcast. I mean, I, I, I think crop circles more than anything planets. else uh, at least has a, way, a, some kind of uh, physical manifestation that gives you that an idea that maybe and you know, there's something. Found. Was there a movie week? about crop and everything old is new again. We are going to explore the rather unexplained. M. Night Now I understand. We're hitting, we're sitting here with our experts, our gentlemen that Oh, yeah, yeah, the beginning. They exclusive that. Right, right, exactly. Everything old is new again. But he I just think it's amazing. How could, if you look at the pictures of some of these you'll not hear I mean, him discuss it's artwork it's or not. It's an unexplained phenomenon yeah, that we're going to be talking about today. Even if it's just some guy doing radio show. But the thing is, the world, this is the only show that you will hear Dr. John Viviani talking about UFOs and the unexplained. What do you think about that? Well, they do it all the time. They did. They did. There's not that many hoaxes in the world. Yes. Dr. Viviani, there's got to be something exclusive to you. Odd going on and, here. And why do they only world, but last a few days? Exactly. The, the uh, starts, put it that way. Right. And, and so, will yeah. have no chance. That's very no chance oh, so of they don't, anyone they're not uh, stealing they're him out to the not destroyed. Because right. the expertise that he lends to the show is invaluable. We will not permit any other dentist at the very least to be called a ufologist on everything old is new again. We are loyal to him. Hopefully he'll be loyal to us. Alright, let's pick that up right after this. So let's dive into it. This year alone, Fox Morning Show had a little bit of a discussion and a clip they played about a UFO that was seen hovering over Dayton, Ohio. Is this legit or not? Let's listen to a smidge of their presentation. This guy, yeah, we'll get him over. Have a discussion. We'll tell him we got John. The internet is buzzing this morning over this bizarre video shot near a military base in Dayton, Ohio. That appears to show an object hovering and disappearing into the clouds. Here's another sighting of a similar object, also allegedly seen in the skies over Dayton, believed to be the same UFO. Well, like, what do you think well, about this? Wright Patterson Air Force Base there, long believed to be housing all sorts of military craft. All right, so here we go again. 
as the minute that a video is shown of a UFO hovering, and you could see this if you want to go to Newsmax.com, go ahead, look up UFO Ohio video shot, and you'll see it there. It's 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 hovering over uh, the area there. The minute it's presented, split second after the video is played, all of a sudden we have to hear some apologist present his point of view in inferring that this Wright Patterson Air Force base has something to do with the ufos dr viviani yes no maybe what's going on with the media and all of a sudden explaining they're showing these things have you seen these uh, mostly Uh, they are starting to come on the mainstream i have seen them now do they always make fun of it or always come up with some kind of an excuse do you see I think at first they make fun of it, yes, but I don't think that fellow was making an excuse. I think he said that Wright Patterson Base has uh, has a history of UFO p- uh, patterns above it. Well, I'll tell you, US- USA themselves indicated that Project Blue Book, based upon and at the Wright Patterson Air Force Base, which is what they're talking about, recorded 12,618 sightings from 1947 to 1969, and 701 of which remain unidentified to this day. So maybe that's what this fellow is talking about. Yes, that's what I that's what I think he was alluding to. I don't think he was making fun of it. I think he was just saying, we've had a history of uh, okay. sightings. Okay, so I was wondering if maybe he's trying to say, oh, it's just the government flying no, air mean, balloons the, the, or No, whatever. I don't think he said, oh, it's government stuff. I think he said, there is activity at that base all right now uh so are we peering into uh a a topic that the government does not want us to know about is there something going on uh david cohen your thoughts well i think as in past shows my thoughts have been that this is very interesting i i really hope that we are being contacted by someone out there and we uh, keep on showing you evidence more and more we bring you over to this mm, side of at least yeah. a, to the i don't know considering I, that it's possible evidence is a very very subjective term but but uh, my, my point is that if they wanted to talk to us they would so and, and they and are they, and they haven't and they are we'll talk about that doctor no i was just saying that dave is privileged to know a genuine a bona fide ufologist right exactly i do, I do. and so, so i have insight that others do not right and so it opens the door to uh, uh to possibilities that others uh, need to consider Speaking of which, in Denver, Colorado, KDVR, a local station, found UFOs flashing in and out. Some fellow presented them a video of fl- videos of, of UFOs flashing in and out of a certain area. They went, they brought their cameras, they put their cameras up, videotaped the sky over this particular area between 12 and 1 o'clock every day. This fellow, this listener, said uh, that he's seeing UFOs, and this is what they presented, a small clip on the air. We wanted to verify that the video we saw was legit. So our photojournalist came out here with his camera. He set up in the same spot on 84th and Federal and he shot video. We saw this flying object. Aviation expert Steve Cowell is a former commercial pilot, instructor, and FAA accident prevention counselor. It's very strange. He thought he would have a logical explanation until he watched the video. That is not an airplane. That is not a helicopter. Those are not birds. I can't identify it. But in his professional opinion... As it fits the definition, it's an unidentified flying object. That's Steve Corwell, 
Okay, Steve Corwell. Cowell. In, Cowell, She's sorry. Saying. Indicating that, that that's a UFO that he has Obviously seen. carries a lot of weight in your world. <laughs> Doctor, have you heard this? Have you seen this? What is your opinion of a guy that's that significant, that uh, has that many characteristics of being someone that knows about things that fly? He's with the FAA and all that stuff they talked about. He's an expert in uh, you know flight, if you will. And he's saying he's seeing UFOs on TV. Well, yes. Well, he just said it. It's unidentified flying object. He didn't say it was uh, from out of space. But... All right, so now you're a skeptic now. Is that what's happening? No, no, no. I'm just trying to say they, they, they are having uh, uh, more pilots and astronauts and, and uh, people that work at the air- airports. They are coming out more now, whereas in the past it was shunned upon. They were afraid of losing their jobs you know, or ridiculed like we're being now. But... Right. Well, I don't know that anybody's ridiculing I, I'm us. I'm ridiculing <laughs> they, they had better not uh, ridicule everything old. I'm ridiculing Doug personally, <laughs> but not, not, not the same. Subject. That's fine. There you go. The, the might of this show will come down upon your head at some <laughs> point. Uh, so we're investigating, talking about it, and having some fun with UFOs. We're going to talk about a UFO that was captured by a American submarine in 1971 when we get back. And also, recently, this year, there was video, you could find this uh, online, of uh, UFOs over Normandy, France. We'll be back right after this on Everything Old is New Again. Oh, what the- Actually, we went a little bit early on that. I want to just indicate to uh, to you, David, did you see that movie, uh, Close Encounters? I did. And does it have any relevance to this discussion whatsoever? It's a movie. There we go. <laughs> You're trying to... Fill 10 seconds. Okay. All right, we're back for the podcast just for a moment here. Uh Doctor, did this movie have any influence upon you and your uh, fascination with UFOs in any way, shape, or form? Yes, actually. I When I was younger, before the movie, I used to read a lot of books about it, but it was pretty much ridiculed. You didn't talk about it. That movie, I think, along with E.T., uh, brought brought it into the forefront of like, hey, maybe something's happening. But especially the way Dreyfus, you know, portrayed it, the guy obsessed about going and and the end of that movie was I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, and it made sense for them to communicate through music. Through music, yeah, right. and uh, and are they communicating through crop circles? We'll talk about that in the third section of our show here. But uh, is that a different way to communicate? You know, to us. I mean, I don't know if they can actually make their way here. Uh, on a regular basis, uh, <laughs> maybe they're just sending out signals through through the space, through crop circles to send us a message. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll come back on Everything Old is New Again, find out what David Cohen has to feel about all of this and more. Everything Old is New Again. Biz. You're listening to Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Holy great interview! Hi, this is Burt Ward, Robin from TV's Batman. You're listening to Douglas Viviani and David Cohen's fabulous radio show, Everything's Old is New Again, to the Batmobile citizens. There we go. That's uh, Burt Ward. We've just heard recently that, uh, unfortunately, Batman has passed away. Huh? Adam West, yes. Adam West passed away. Uh, 
recently. So that's uh, that's sad because we actually reached out to him and uh, we're looking to have him come on the show. And there was some communication. He was going to go to a convention in uh, Rhode Island, I believe, uh, this uh, summer or this past summer. And uh, wow, I mean, uh, that was a shock. He looked like he was so healthy and all. But yeah, he uh, always looked like he was just ready, ready for action. Yeah, you know? right. Uh, and we're ready for action here. And everything old is new again. We're going to dive back into the discussion of UFOs and talk about diving. This something came out recently, just came out in 2015. There was a report about and photographs of an American submarine capturing a UFO in 1971. Uh, It was called the USS Trepang, T-R-E-P-A-N-G. A U.S. Navy submarine was on a voyage in the Arctic Ocean, and it was supposed to be testing weapons under the ice caps. Doctor, are you familiar with this situation? Yes. Well, actually, they didn't capture a UFO. They captured a picture of a UFO. Right, correct. That's true. I misled, just like there's a lot of misleading going on. But I'm taking pictures here. I'm looking at pictures. And take a look at that, David Cohen. What does that look like to you? It looks like something hovering over water. Exactly, but but it's just it looks like a cigar, basically. Here's one. What does that look like? It looks like something like hovering over water <laughs> in the shape of a triangle. And there's one. Very blurry. How about, yeah. wait, I'll get you a great one. Look at this one. Look at that. Looks like... Uh, uh, looks like... The Hindenburg exploding. I mean, no, this is this is incredible stuff. Then you've got look it at really that does. how clear that one is. There are pictures here that you can find online. Take a look for uh, you but, know nineteen seventy one. But what does it mean? I I really want to believe. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, look I at this do. one. Look at that these one. pictures. You can see these pictures of this cigar shaped thing diving into the water, and you could oh, see that it, or coming out. Either way, it looks like. Yeah, it might be coming out. That's true. When, uh, when was that? And look, here's one from the periscope itself. You could see the periscope took the right. picture of... This is uh, 1971? 1971. So my question is, and it's just coming out now because the Freedom of Information Act, just with a certain time frame, they have to release now information to the general public. Uh, it's not classified. Uh, is this something? Is this, Are we getting more evidence, even though it happened in 71? Is there more evidence being released on the internet, Doctor, that we can investigate these things? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You can look up, you can spend all day long on the internet looking at a lot of this stuff. But is any of it legit? A lot of it's re- legit, but of course, these guys, these kids make hoaxes, you know, uh, you don't know what's a hoax, what's, what's what they call photoshopped and all that stuff. But I think a lot of it is legit, especially everybody's got an iPhone now. All, all kinds of things can go on. All right, well, let's take a look, listen to, I mean, I don't know if you've heard about this one, David. You, I don't know if you were up to date on, on this one, but um, um, it, it's... It's something, uh, it's a UFO that you can see on YouTube over Normandy, France, and it's been reported uh, throughout YouTube. Uh, It's a village in Normandy, uh, France. Uh, It's got... Like uh, pictures right here of lights and uh, and it's just hovering. It's not a helicopter. So what could hover over a village that doesn't move? Um, I don't know. You tell me. It could be anything. I mean. I, I don't know. Now take a look at that. Take a look at that. This is this is uh, DailyMail.com.uk. Uh, dot uk. I mean, this is uh, right there for all the world to see. Doctor, your investigation has to have revealed something with well, regard my, to this. My staff has been working on this case diligently. And I'm not the one making fun here. Can I just go on record? All right. And we came to the conclusion we don't know what it is. You don't know. Now, you said there's another one in France that... Uh, yes. Now, there, very recently, I'd say within the past three weeks, on, on regular, it was on Fox News, regular TV, they, again, they, they did it tongue-in-cheek, like, oh, what is this? But there was a... 
there was like a two minute video of of a craft above Paris had a white orbs coming around it and it had lights beaming down looked like a, like a big giant flashlight beaming down to the city now again they they had a uh, a computer specialist on saying is this a hoax and he says I don't think this is a hoax but it has not been proved whether it's legitimate film or not but it was on the mainstream well, what are they doing if this is what's happening if they're visiting and diving into the ocean on the submarines if they're taking pictures or shining lights on uh france let's say over france in the middle of the night why are they doing this would they do they care do they care not about what being seen is the prime directive no longer in play <laughs> what's going on with these guys do you know what the prime directive is david Tell me. No. Star Trek. Star Trek. Where oh, it basically okay, says, right. you know, you don't interfere with a civilization right. that's thriving and growing unto right. itself. Well, you know, the the theory is that uh, <clears throat> that when the UFO phenomenon in the U.S. at least started in the in after Roswell, because right, they had, that's when we were developing nuclear power, and it, 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 they were interested in us not blowing the planet up so they that's why there's a lot of sightings around nuclear power plants to this day or missile silos and things like that military bases so they may be keeping their eye on us and who knows oh i've heard stories of uh, getting off point a little bit but they're at the nuclear facilities where uh they were actually uh the i think it was in colorado they were actually shut down for a number of minutes and they couldn't figure out why they couldn't sh- they couldn't uh, power back up now, you, but you yeah. know what's sad? Like, so do you think if they're probing us, right? If they're looking at us, it almost seems like we're not worth their time, right? They're looking at us and going, right. "Nah, yeah, well, unless they want, <laughs> unless, <laughs> I mean, unless we're going to blow up the earth." You know, but I mean, I that's guess. the question. That what are they? Are they going to send down some sort of a laser or something? But wouldn't that they have done that already? Attack, that's my question. You know? Wouldn't they have done that? I mean, how many years are we going back now? And if they thought it was worth communicating with us or interfering with us, I think it would have happened, right? Well, and and or are are they waiting to the extreme moment and then come back like uh, to serve man in uh, into Twilight Zone? Not the ending of that, but the beginning to come back and stop all war and say we. We are now your policemen. You are no longer going to fight with each other. You're going to get along. Otherwise, well, that's the day you're stood still. Day the Earth stood still as well, exactly. <laughs> uh, right, so with uh, Kotu or whatever his name was, that robot. So is is that, like, what do you think they're going to, like, let's say you shoot off a nuclear bomb. Are they going to stop it in midair? Is that what, like, what are they going to do to help us? Or are they going to help us? Do they care? They're here doing something. What's up? If they're interested in us, they got to be interested for a reason. I think they want us, my, my theory is they want us around. They don't want us blowing ourselves up or the Earth's resources up. Uh, so right. I think they've been. I've been. I think they've been here for quite a while. Well, I'll tell you what. Stephen Hawking. We know him, right? You've seen the the movie recently, last year, two years about him. Yeah. And um, and he is a. Uh, very revered scientist, right? He's the uh, British cosmetologist with many thoughts, and a and he's he, he says basically he says, listen, if there is something happening, uh, and he's got a program that he's created called Breakthrough Listen and Breakthrough Mes- uh, Message. He's saying if there's something going on, he's worried that we shouldn't be sending out messages to UFOs or to other civilizations. He said we should sit back and listen and observe because they'll be, quote, vastly more powerful and may not see us as anything more valuable than we see bacteria. Does that make sense? Yeah, that definitely well, makes sense. That's to probably 
right as far as technology speaking, but I think he's wrong as far as them wanting to harm us. Because uh, if that would have happened, you know, that would have happened already. Uh, he's afraid. He, he's afraid of making contact because he thinks we're going to get destroyed. Yes, he's got the negative point of yes. view there, and he's well saying, because he's saying that the uh, like other other worlds are basically saying, "Come on." Throw the first punch like that. They're waiting for us to do something so that they can just like annihilate us. Right, right. So I don't know if he's been right about many things. Have we heard of him being correct? I, I've, he constantly, Stephen Hawking? I constantly hear, as far as UFOs, I constantly oh. hear him saying, it's the end of the world, uh, there's you know, a meteor coming. He's, all, he's totally wrong on this. Yeah, he's he's out of his element. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't, I think he's totally out of his element uh, in this area, but the thought that he just presented there does make sense because they they would be so advanced if they're able to travel and fold space and get here so across vast distances. We'd be like, uh, you'd be like a you know a Girl Scout uh, group looking at ants, you know, and right. uh, that's the way I right. think of it. So maybe they don't could care less if we're seeing these uh, various uh, ships because they yeah. could care. Like, they say, what are they going to do? They're boobs down there. They can't figure it out. They'll have right. some guy on the radio talking about it. Some dentist saying, yeah, these yeah. are these are UFOs, or they're not. You know what I mean? And calling himself a ufologist. So. Uh, <laughs> we, we, what we also Ouch. have <laughs> listen no we've got Arthur C. Clarke 2001 he wrote right yes he basically said uh, that an advanced technology would be indistinguishable from magic yes or no Oh, you mean it from our perspective? Yes. Absolutely. So is there, are there, did you see uh, America's Got Talent? We saw that guy make those those coins disappear. Did you see this? No. no. Holy smokes. He did some magic there. It looked like, and there was no tricks with the cameras. He made coins disappear over his hands. It looked like this guy might be someone that we need to investigate. Seriously? Yeah, this guy could kidding? be. I'm kidding around, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> no, but there, no, there are magicians out there <laughs> okay. that give you an impression that they have abilities far beyond normal men. Those right, so that's men. the shtick. So the, my question then is, would, you, would we, are we, are there things going on, not magic, but I mean, things going on in our civilization that may have been affected or be affected by UFOs that we're not familiar with? It just all of a sudden is a breakthrough in science or a breakthrough in, in well, medicine yeah, they or said, something. Sure, they said that uh, the, the stealth technology came from uh, old crashed UFOs, fiber optics. So based upon your discussion and investigation of this phenomenon, is there something that you can point to specifically that you think, or are you saying that the, the stealth bomber is the best example? Well, yes. Yeah, stealth bomber. Because before then, no, we didn't have a ship look like that ever. It, it was like you couldn't see the progression, right? And and also the the advance in technology from let's say the jumps from the mid forties to the seventies, let's say, or even forties till now, the, the the jumps in technology has been way out of proportion. You know what I mean? Very advanced jumping. They they think that they may have had some sort of help. I understand, and we'll be back. Everything old. Do again to continue this. Look at ouch! Some crop circles right after this. Everything old. Do again. Now, back to America's Entertainment Pop Culture Talk Show. Everything old is new again with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen.
A former molecular biologist who has been studying crop circles for the last 20 years believes that the enigmatic formations contain coded messages and that he has deciphered them. Dr. Horace Drew's scientific background and PhD in chemistry from Caltech suggest that he is more than a mere weekend warrior when it comes to crop circles. His investigation into the phenomenon has led him to conclude that they feature a more advanced binary code than our computers currently use. The messages appear to be rather rudimentary notes to humanity. Much pain but still time. Believe, there is good out there. Read one message. Hmm. I don't know. Siri, Siri is a ufologist. <laughs> it's Who knew? spreading, man. It's spreading. That is a little piece of paling back the onion as to crop circles. Now, we've heard, uh, we're on Everything Old is New Again with Dr. John Viviani, resident ufologist. We've got uh, uh, David Cohen here, resident skeptic, and we are doomed to try to talk about UFOs peeling the, and it's not UFOs, it really is. The question is crop circles. Number one, is it related to UFOs? Are they a, s- a scam? What are they, doctor? Catch us up to speed on a, on a what is a crop circle and okay. what's up with this whole topic? First of all, crop circles are geometric designs that appear virtually overnight in fields, uh, usually in wheat, but it could be any. It could be anything. They've also been in stone or in snow. Um, people's first impression think when you say crop circles, they think a uh, hoax, or they think it's just actual imprints of something that was in the in the uh, land. But um, they just virtually show overnight. There have been. Uh, throughout the ages there has been crop circles not just the past 20 years or so but there was a hoaxers came in England about 20 years or so and they were shown overnight doing crop circles and uh, but the circles that they made and even the circles that the hoaxers today make are nowhere near as mathematically precise as the crop circles that uh, the unexplained crop circles and then if you go into the physical aspects of the wheat themselves the way that they're bent the uh, if you examine the, the in in the circle, the hoaxers went with uh, wooden boards, you know, and would bend the bend the uh, wheat into certain patterns. But when you examine those wheats, those were wheat when they were bent, they were actually crushed. As opposed to the crop circles, not made by hoaxers, we don't know where they're coming from. The wheat is actually bent but not broken at the nodule, so at a precise angle, all at the same precise angle, not haphazard. So very different patterns on the ground when you see the hoaxers versus the unexplained ones. So there's there's two types. Now, when you look online, if you look at crop circles, can you, how can you, if you know, tell one that is not uh, something that can be explained by someone using a, a, a wooden board to knock down the weed well, or whatever it is? They're getting, the, the hoaxers are getting better and better <clears throat> at it, but generally, uh, you can, the naked eye, you can see the. Uh, the the precise details of the other ones are not the hoaxers can't do the, the the geometrical patterns as precise. As a matter of fact, they put them in computers um, to figure out. You know, these patterns are not just uh, random; they are based on what they call uh, uh, ge- uh, geomet- ancient geometry or yes, ancient geometry. They have basically patterns that appear in in, in nature. Um, and then the ancients used to try and duplicate these mathematical patterns in in their uh, 
uh, drawings and such. All right, so do- Dr. Horace Drew agrees with you. You oh, may want to give this guy a call. Yeah, he's um, a colleague. Yeah, he's a, co- he's a fellow colleague. Is he a mole- molecular biologist with a PhD in chemistry from the California Institute of Technology, Caltech? So and this is this is a he's got some gravitas, this dude. And wh- what I could see, he's telling you, <laughs> giving him the re- the respect he uh, he deserves. This <laughs> he, dude, this dude, because he says, listen, he goes, unknown energy that heats the crops up like a microwave energy. Exactly. It's, it's beyond something that's beyond Earth science. Uh, it can pattern in the wheat, and if it's a craft, it's silent and noiseless. The bottom line is he's saying that uh, the way you could tell also is, I think what you said, I'm trying to find the exact quote, but he was talking about um, if you look halfway up the stalk, mm-hmm. and it's uh, they have the no- bent. Right, they're bent, but they're bent at the no- nodules of, of the wheat has like a little, it's like a knuckle, let's say. A but all bent at the exact, exact same angle. spot, so like three inches up, let's say, yeah, all of them. and they're not broken, they're bent. Right, and there's some. They've done some tests, and there's some residual microwaves yes. on them as well. As if you go in a legitimate crop circle, a lot of times, um, your electronics won't work, a compass won't work. Uh, All right, well, let's put it this way. It did, so, so what's happening is then with pr- pr- projecting this, some civilization is sending a microwave a signal to us in some way uh, to land on some wheat, a field, and send us a message to say something. He's saying the message was much pain, but still time. Believe there is God that's good the out one, there. That's the one that came. There was actually a crop circle that had a... Um, Design in it is like a, a binary code mm. in the circle, and that's and that's how you interpret. Yeah, yeah. So sort of like a computer code. Yes. One zero one 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 zero. Yes. Now, if that was the case, David Cohen, what would you? If we could do that to another civilization, what message would you send to another civilization through a crop circle? What would you want to say to them? Stop making crop circles in our planet. <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining the real estate value of my farm. Would you please? You're panicking, people. Just stop. <laughs> Could just you, and by the us, way, tell us what you want to say. Right. Why don't we just send them the alphabet? Send the 26 letters and say, "Could you please use these? Just spell it out, please." If you're so smart. Uh, in all honesty, I it, it would depend what the planet was, right? I mean, what do we want from them? I think that would that would play into. Would it. you be trying to influence them or try to help them or I something would, else? I'd be trying to destroy them. You are. You're yes. like Ming I'd the be, Merciless. I'd be sending them a warning. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that you're on the way. We're on the way, Doctor Viviani. I know you've thought about this quite a bit. Oh. What would you send? What would be your message to another planet, if anything? Help us. <laughs> Interesting. What would we need help with? Where are we at? Well, you just look at the news every day. Okay. No, but seriously, uh, 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 another thing about these crop circles is there was one other scientist who who uh, developed the code that said that they're actually not UFOs, that they're uh, time travels from 5,000 years in the future from us. And I think that that fellow was saying that they're like signposts or some give them an to, idea as to where they are in time, well, right? That, that I don't know. Yeah, he was saying that they're putting them down as like a like a, a buoy or a beacon. Oh, so if when it's they're there, traveling, it's, they know what time it is? Yeah, in other words, they, how else would they know what the year is? I mean, this is not like, you know, H.G. Uh, Wells where they, the clock all of a sudden yeah. that tells them we were in the year 2017, right? So they would send one out and say in 2017 we sent this one out. If you go to Earth now and you see this crop circle, you know it's at least after 217. Uh, I don't know. Something I thought like it that. was more that they were trying to send sort of code 
back to us, like warning us about something so that we're doing. Time travelers coming back. Or what, it, what about like a you know when you go to a club and they stamp your hand? Maybe that's what it is. They're stamping the planet and saying, "Listen, by the way, We've ignore been these people. Right? They're worthless. <laughs> Don't waste your time." It, there was also theories that that it's coming from energy from from the Earth itself. But what kind of intelligence would be projecting these patterns? But they, but, but the, but the Earth, Mother Nature, does do these patterns in in nature. Um, well, there are these boobs that think the Earth is hollow and think that maybe there are civilizations within the Earth that would be then sending a message out from their oh, civilization no, to I, us. I meant the Earth itself, doing right? It. Well, you guys know. So, so why? Who's following up on these unexplained crop circles to determine what is the government involved? No, well, I, I heard that at? NASA. Fly, well, the government flew. Some from helicopters all over them, but they only last. These circles only last a few days. Yeah, Dr. Horace Drew is the is the, the gentleman I mentioned previously. He's quoted all over the place recently because he's been coming out with this, studying it for the last uh, thirty years. Here's a picture of him right there, and uh, and a crop circle. But yeah, it's a good question. Like, it looks like a crop circle. <laughs> no one is is actually, uh, at least not yet, uh, undertaking. Uh, some kind of study for this. I mean, they're studying how does a bird fly, right? Or a tsetse bug fly, right? Spending money on that. How about a couple of dollars just to send somebody out to take a look? Is this guy telling the truth or what? You know, does it make any sense? Yeah. So really, no one's taking it seriously. No, no, there's why, no, no, no. This why it's been, happening. There's been some studies. Government studies? England, well, uh, no, not the government, private yeah. studies, yeah. Right, so we, and not that everybody gives credence to the government 100% of the time, but I mean, that would be something that I would suggest or, might be relevant. No? Sure. Well, you don't know if they're, if they're doing the studies, maybe they're not telling us. True. Everything old is new again. We'll be back right after this. How about that music? We're back for the podcasters. I mean, I, I think crop circles more than anything else at least has a, a, some kind of uh, physical manifestation that gives you an idea that maybe, you know, there's something to Wasn't it. Wasn't there a movie about crop circles recently? Yeah, it was. M. Night- Mel Gibson. Mel- oh, no. What, was that the, yeah, was uh, ML, uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, wasn't that the one Mel Gibson with crop circles? Uh, no, that was Signs, but I don't, oh, know, yeah, signs. I don't know if there was No, the, the, the Signs were the crop circles. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, in the beginning they did yeah. say that. Right, right, exactly. I forget how that turned but out. I just though. think it's amazing. How could, if you look at the pictures of some of these crop circles, I mean, it if it's pretty, artwork it, or it not, is, it's amazing. It's fantastic. It is. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. very mathematical. Yeah. Even if it's just some guy doing, or a group of people doing it. But the thing is, there's thousands over the whole world. They're not just in England. They're all over the place. But why are we not, like, if they're all hoaxers, why are we not seeing them make it? What, are they doing it all in no, the they middle did. of the night? They did. Well, that's what I mean. There's not that many hoaxers, and they're not all over the world. Right. There's so many of them. There's got to be something... Uh, Odd going on here. And why do they only last a few days? Because the the wheat starts, I guess, writing yeah, itself. Grow, yeah, and, that's hmm. a good point. That's very interesting. Oh, so they don't? They're not? They're just bent. They're not destroyed. Right. And then they just grow. They come back again. You know, hmm. they disappear. Wow. Yeah. Some last weeks, maybe, but mostly days. Wow. Interesting. That's All right. right. You can't really go visit them. You're like, oh, you want to go see a crop circle? You don't know when they're going to appear and how long it's going to be there. All right, let's uh, pick that up right after this on Everything Old is New. We're going to be back. Dr. John Viviani, ufologist extraordinaire. The title keeps getting better and better. <laughs> I love crop circles, though. I've, I've, seen, I've seen like a two-hour docu- scientific documentary on you got a character. Yeah, maybe we'll get you in touch with this guy, Drew, uh, what's his name, this PhD. Oh, right. yo, for the show? This guy, yeah. We'll get him over. We can have a discussion. We'll tell him we got John. Exactly. Man. This is Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. What's that? There's a jet of flame springing from the mirror and it leaps right at the advancing men. It's 
strike him head on. The logs are turning into flames. Ah! The whole field caught by the woods of fires. The gas tanks, tanks of the automobiles spreading everywhere. Coming this way now, about 20 yards to my right. Oh, and he got cut off. How about that? That's a predecessor, 1939, War of the Worlds, when the Martians came down to visit Earth. Is that something that's possible? Will it happen? Didn't it happen? Will it? I don't know. The point, point is we're on everything old is new again, and I wanted to pick up with the doctor a little bit about the crop circles. Why are we not uh, seeing crop circles now? What happens to these crop circles over time, these bent uh, pieces of wheat? Uh, what, we, what we were saying about you. Oh, well, they, the crop circles themselves, you never know when they're going to appear. Then once they do appear, they only last a few days, maybe a week. The grass grows or the wheat grows again. You know? And if these are facades, if this is fake, first of all, they're, they're very interesting intricate these days. Well, not only that, but they've been crops. They see the circles and the patterns in the wheat, but then if it was a hoaxer, you would see the trail of footprints, or however they got to the circle. They don't see that. They just see the circle. And right plus, well, not why wouldn't they it. just burn? Why wouldn't they just burn something into the ground if they're really trying to communicate with us, whoever they are? Why wouldn't they make it last so we can try to interpret it? Or you know what I mean? I don't know. Well, yeah, maybe why they not. Well, maybe they need a blank slate. I mean, how many, if there are a while, there's not that many fields to if they were to be permanent. What would happen? You'd have crop circles and you couldn't do another send another message it's like a like a chalkboard you're erasing the chalkboard and sending another one i've seen i've seen a video whether it's a hoax or not you don't know but it was a you know these guys set up cameras at night to see where a circle would appear and one guy caught something on the camera and it was a little white orb that would float above the circle and then right underneath the circles you would see the grass or the wheat bending underneath the thing and it was done the whole circle was done in like two minutes is that on youtube i got to see that oh it's awesome yeah Wow. All right. We'll we'll review that, investigate. We'll actually ask you to investigate that personally and send us back some information on that. We'll have you back in a little while. Uh, or, or your staff. I yeah. got my staff on that. All right. Who's going to be that? The uh, hygienist or is it going to be the receptionist? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, we got uh, 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 to take a look at some of the most amazing unexplained artifacts. I think this is another thing that brings to light the fact that it's entirely possible that something's going on on Earth, not necessarily otherworldly, but unexplainable, something odd. In 1936, Max Hahn and his wife, Emma, were on a walk, and they found a rock with wood protruding from its core. They took a look at it. They, they kind of chiseled it out, and they found within that piece of rock an art, uh, archaic hammer of sorts. They turned it over to a team of archaeologists who checked on it, and they did like one of these uh, you know, carbon tests on this piece of wood, and it was 400 million years years old. Take a look at it. It's a hammer for sure. Uh, almost looks like a cross though, but a wooden hammer. And I don't know if carbon dating is perfect, you tell me, but that's 400 million years old. Why what? is 400 million years old significant? Well, it's a hammer that's clearly put together by someone. It's not a natural phenomenon. When well, maybe the Neanderthals did it. Mm, no, isn't that metal? Wasn't that made of metal? This is this is wood. This is metal, and this is wood. Or one well, of them's wood, and one's well, metal. Well, what I'm saying is that they didn't. We didn't have the technology to make metal 400 million years ago. Right. So you know that's just. Doctor, I mean, you've had to have taken a look at this. What, you know, looking through this in a microscope, microscope, and uh, uh, you know, not having the time restraints we have here on the show. What have you found out in your free time, looking at that and telling us, I mean, like, really, what is that? Would you use it to build a house, by the way? No, but I'll tell you something. 
That they not only that that's so old that they started. They said that the, it's be, becoming petrified. You, you remember those? Remember you go to Grandpa's basement. He has to have those things in the Grand Canyon. The petrified wood yes, takes, turns into rock. Right. That's hap- That's so old. It's happening to that. Oh, four hundred million years old. Yeah. So what's up? I mean, how did that get here? I don't. All right, let's take a look at another one. In eighteen ninety eight. I know this is a long time ago, but in Egypt they found. And you could take a picture. Of, you could take a look at this. It's on uh, zmescience.com. dot com. Uh, take a look under their unexplained artifacts. You could see a front uh, view of a uh, a glider model that was discovered, um, and it clearly looks like a bird's like head, and like an airplane's. The rest of it. And yeah, they're saying that's a proxy. From 200 BC, which is basically 2,200 years ago. Yeah, they made it. was like 2,200 years ago. They thought it was like a toy. They made it. It looks like a bird. But then when you look at the wings, the wings do not look like bird wings. They look like plane wings. And so scientists have uh, analyzed the design and said that it's a glider plane design. So someone, I mean, that's amazing. Somebody, not necessarily all the worldly, but somebody 2,200 years ago was thinking about flight and coming up with, I mean, uh, that almost almost looks like one of those ones you get from Balsa Wood, you yeah. know, from the CVS. And they said it would fly, fly it with your kids. It would oh, there it is. Yeah, you could, yeah, look at that. Yeah, oh, that's I, I could cool. see the Hasbro imprinted right under it. You're right. <laughs> it is from CVS. But that that was not necessarily unexplainable, but it's 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 amazing that they would have been able yeah. to do that. Um, and then it's, as far as, there's something else called a... Uh, Puri Reese map. Want to explain to me what this is? It's it's uh, something that what they're saying is the last time what was shown on this map was six thousand years ago. And uh, I don't oh. know, Doctor. What do you? Okay, what, uh, th- this this map was found in in fifteen thirteen. It was it was drawn in fifteen thirteen. Sorry, and it, and it, it depicts the continent of Antarctica uh, uh, without the ice. Uh, being covered over with the ice that, that's there today, and the last time that that occurred was six thousand years ago. So the question is, how did a guy in in the year fifteen thirteen draw an accurate map of Antarctica, what it would look like without ice, mm. where it is now? It's a different thing. So it would have been like from from 6,000 years ago. How would they know what it would look like? Right, so there's some amazing things going on out there, some amazing things that have been found, some discoveries that uh, you really got to take a look at. I, I think the one that's, to me, that's over the top is this uh, Greek, this ancient Greek computer, which uh, they found buried under 50, uh, 45 meters of water, and it's designed to calculate astronomical positions, and it's just basically made of, um, I guess it's stone that they chiseled, right? No, it was what metal. They, uh, oh, it was metal. Yeah, but the thing is, that's only a piece, and then they, if you turn over, they recreated what it would have looked like. So it, it's really a, uh, a device was extraordinary, this saying the design's beautiful, the astronomical aspect of this is, is absolutely perfect. Perfect, and was created probably over uh, two thousand years ago. Yes, and it, it just to so there was another example of the ancients having more technology than we give them credit for. Right, not necessarily UFOs no. influence, but uh, they did a lot more than you think, and they weren't just walking around bumbling, you know, kind of uh, so around. What, ha- what happened to them? To who? To the people who did this? No, these were the Greeks. 
Right, but okay. how, how Those what happened to all the technology? That that's a very good question. What happened when the Roman civilization got destroyed, right? You saw the amphitheaters, you saw all the things with metal, yeah. metal, metal, and they did in all the outfits and whatever, and all of a sudden we entered into the, the Dark Ages where they couldn't even put, the, they had a, they, if, you, if you realize, the, the Colosseum has been taken apart, all the metal has been taken off out of the Colosseum because the boobs in the Middle Ages couldn't create the metal that the Romans did. So they took it out of the Colosseum to melt it down and make their own uh, make their swords and things like that. Isn't that amazing? They they couldn't. The, the, the whole technique was destroyed. Was was lost. And so I guess that's what we're saying is over time civilizations can lose yes. this technology if you don't because they didn't have books to they to write a, it down. Well, they did, but they didn't. But somehow they lost the uh, the knowledge. I saw another thing where the, the ancient uh, uh, Romans had this huge on a lake. They had a huge uh, pleasure boat for for one of the uh, emperors. I forget it was, and they they were fa- it was it was buried. It sunk on the lake, and during World War Two, that they found that the Italians found it and covered it over and had to hide it from the Germans because it would, they would have destroyed it. But there was technology on that boat, like um, ball bearing. They had statues. I don't know what it was. They had statues that were on it, and they were moving statues, and they had like ball bearings and things. Technology. To, that we did not think that they had 2,000 years ago. We'll have to take this up another time. Everything old is new again. It's amazing. Not just UFOs, but what's out there that you don't realize from other civilizations uh, that we're just learning about now. And everything old is new again. Come on back. Everything old is new again. Biz. Thank you, Dr. Vivian, for your time. No problem. My staff and I are on your beck and call. All right, now we've got another minute and a half here for the podcasters. So uh, you were saying something about the staff. I mean, they, they do they listen to the show? Do they find out the results of their uh, their hard oh, you mean work, my their labor? Staff of, or my, my, my research Your staff. research committee that, that goes ahead and puts together what's What's-ness necessary. No, they're out in Cairo right now. Is anybody, to, but they can get the podcast and everything oldisagain.biz. Do they ever listen to the results of their hard work? I have hard work? podcast playing over and over again in my office. It puts patients right to sleep. All right, so that's, that's actually pretty pretty intelligent uh, to do because then you don't you could save on all that laughing gas so yeah. put them out or the nerve gas right yeah, yeah, so they just go right out and, and you can then drill to your heart's content and have you ever found an ancient artifact in anybody's mouth no not, not yet. yet all right uh, no no I haven't found any uh, what are they, the implants alien implants Al- yes. that's another subject that's alien implants they found nothing of that nature yet all right. Well, we'll um, we're going to have to have you back to investigate and tell us what exactly is happening in the world of uh, ancient artifacts today. It's a nice topic unto itself. In any event, we'll be back and everything old is new again next week to uh, dive into more entertainment, pop culture. Uh, please uh, feel free to listen to any old shows and everything old is new again. Biz and. If you want to communicate with us, old new again at AOL.com. Old new again, AOL.com. David Cohen, you want to say goodbye? Goodbye. <laughs>